Hey everybody and welcome to Outlast Podcast. I am Frank and I'm with my mom, Shirley. Hi there. And today we are talking Season 38, Episode 3, Betrayal Are Going to Get Exposed. Is that right? Yep. It didn't sound right when I first said it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, previously we saw Keith got voted out and he was real wishy-washy on whether or not he's going to go to Edge of Extinction. Uh, I think it was a little bit more of the edit on that, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah, because it's like, how could you not? You right, know? <laughs> uh, to me it seems like a gimme. But uh, in this one we see that he's on the boat and he's headed to Edge of Extinction. He gets there uh, and they're both happy to see each other. Of course, they both survived the vote out basically. Right. Um, Reem says some interesting stuff. Before she was like, well, I don't want to be the mother figure, but she is the mother figure. Right. And now she's saying that she wants to be protective and motherly over Keith. Yeah. It's like, if you're not going to want that role, then don't play that role. Exactly. She talks about how she was thinking about putting the flag up, but now that Keith's there, she's got to stay and take care of him. Yeah, and that Um, can't be the reason you're sticking around, really. There's way too many important things. Um, In the morning, they find a glass bottle where uh, it has, like, a message inside saying to go... It has a map and a message saying to go find the stairs, right? Right. Um, And so they find these stairs, and it's this crazy winding path all the way up to the top of the hill, and... Up there, they find that there's this little bu- a bucket full of rice. Not right. full of rice, very little very rice. Very little, exactly. Yeah. yeah, enough for one day only. Yeah, and it sounds like the idea is they're trying to make Edge of Extinction a really hard place to exist. Right. So they'll provide rice, but every day you're going up that hill to get it. Right. It's pretty nuts. Which is cool. Yeah, I, I think that's always fair. I thought <laughs> that there would be, be nothing. supposed to be tough. I thought, honestly, that they would have to, like, just fish or something like that to figure it out. I yeah. thought it would be really hard. Yeah. But I think that they can't starve them. Ever since, like, season two, Australia, <laughs> they can't do that or whatever. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah, so that was basically the whole first part we got to see from Edge of Extinction and see how they're doing. Right. Uh, I think the two are going to work well together. That should be good. Uh, then we move into challenge right away. We get into the challenge. Um, it's going to be a reward challenge, and it's comfort versus chickens. The comfort's basically pillows, blankets, hammocks, that fun stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Or chickens. It looks like one rooster, two hens, I want right. to say. Uh-huh. Um, and how did that go? How did that shake out? Uh, it went pretty good. Um, it was a pretty good challenge, I thought. They had to uh, assemble a wheelbarrow, and then they had to untie knots to release sandbags, which they then put in the wheelbarrow. And then they had to disassemble the wheelbarrow mm-hmm. and um, use the uh, sandbags for slingshots to hit a wooden target. It was kind of a, a small one. It didn't have as many steps as we've been seeing Yeah, I think that's because challenges. the other ones were combo challenges. They were both reward and... True. So this one was just yeah. bad. So. And this one we will have an immunity challenge along with this. So. Right. It went pretty well. Um, to assemble the wheelbarrow was Eric, Julie, and Joe, and the menu was David, Dan, and Rick. Mm-hmm. And um, the menu tribe did pretty good in that. I think they were the first ones to get the wheelbarrow assembled, I believe. Okay. Um, but they they all seemed to do pretty well. And they did. Uh, one thing I, I noticed is that like uh, we we keep talking about how Joe keeps taking a leadership role in all these. It's right. kind of going to put a target on his back. Um, well, Eric is right there stepping up with him. So yes. it's kind of, you know, we, we had talked about that in the past. And it's one of those things where as soon as Joe becomes a problem, a target, Eric is either the next target or, you know, he's he's trying to prove himself like, hey, we don't need Joe because I'm here. Kind of right. like that. So yeah. Yeah. you'll see him often do that. He did that again today. Yeah. He did a good <clears> job <throat> putting that together. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the sandbags, um, that p- went pretty well. Who do you think was the strongest? In well, that? I, I if, if Kama had a hard time even getting the slingshot into place, so uh, they true, had true. they had a bit of a delay there. Yeah, um, I think they both did pretty good. It's something we've seen a lot of times—a slingshot yeah. uh, thing in this. Um, I think it went pretty well, but in the end, Manu was the one that ended up pulling ahead. Yeah, and they won, and they picked chickens, right. so they're bringing home chickens. Uh, 
But during this whole challenge, the big drama of the episode really is Wendy ends up hurting her ankle. Right. Right. Uh, she did this when a wheelbarrow like fell on her ankle and it starts bruising up. Looks pretty bad. Yeah, I thought she does. broke it. Yeah, personally. I thought she might have also. But yeah, so so when we come back from commercials, we see she's actually being helped back to camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And one thing that surprised me is they didn't call medical in. That we didn't see them call medical yeah, in. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised with that because it was really bruised <laughs> and swollen and just seemed like, you know, in the past yeah. they do call them pretty quickly. I so. wonder if they did, they just didn't show us because it was wrapped later on. And I don't think, I don't know if that's something that they have on hand in case something happens. That's true. So I wonder yeah. if they called them in and just didn't show us. I bet they did because I doubt that is on hand. So they probably did. We just didn't get to see it. So uh, while Wendy's sitting there and she's sitting up against a tree and she's feeling bad about herself, the other people are going to go, all right, let's go check out our chickens. So she's listening to them say like, well, we got a rooster. We don't need the rooster. So we can kill the rooster and we can keep the hens for the eggs. And she's not feeling great about that. She says says that she had always wanted to release the chickens if she gave her one chicken. Yeah. Sounds like a terrible idea. And you're right. It is. So... (laughs) Uh, she ends up starting, she's talking to Rick again. She's all laid up from this, yep. from this lake. She's talking to Rick and trying to convince Rick to be her accomplice in this and, and release the chickens. And Rick's right. like, you know, he's thinking to himself, you're insane. There's no way I'm going to bust up my game like this. <laughs> um, but it's just more proof that Wendy's a good, you know, she's a good scapegoat. It's yeah. one thing that we're starting to see out of this is Wendy's easy to vote out, vote right. out for multiple reasons. Yeah. She just got hurt. So she's not going to be as good at challenges. Mm-hmm. Now she's wanting to release her chickens. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? She's definitely one to keep in the game. You know, yeah, so you because, want to keep her in the game because she's an yeah, easy target to Exactly. Kind of, Bring her you know. as far as you can because, yeah. you know, then she's easy to get out. Definitely. Yeah. So then we get back to the, we get to the Kama tribe this time. Uh, and I notice that Joe's keeping everybody's morale up. She's like, hey, right. guys, it's okay. Just telling them to rest and, yeah. you know, they'll do better the next challenge. But Victoria's noticing this. She's saying, it's time for these returners to go home. As soon as we yeah. can, we got to get them out. We lost this challenge. We might lose the next one. Right. She's getting ready for it. Um, she's noticing that Aurora is the only one that's like totally pro returners. Yeah. And, and they're really on the, you know, she's on the same page as them. Yeah. Um, she didn't realize what was funny is she ends up going up to, I think it was Ron, right? Uh-huh. She's talking to Ron on the beach. She didn't realize that Joe was behind right. her washing something. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, we gotta get Aubrey and Joe. We gotta get Aubrey yeah. and Joe out. And, uh. <laughs> So I she, loved it. <laughs> yeah. So she she got busted there a little bit. And she kinda she kinda played it off, but yeah. you know, still it got Joe worried. So Joe yeah. approaches Aubrey and, and Aurora and um Aurora. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough name to say. Um <laughs> and so now they're kind of on high alert, they're getting ready for right, it. Right. It's great if these two work together. Joe's uh, good at challenges, he's very uh, charismatic, so he's able to bring people in. And Aubrey is smart as can be. So yeah, I mean definitely. she's she's great at these. Yeah. Um, she all of a sudden really kicked in gear. She did. And she went out looking for an idol. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she she finally found it. She was super excited. Yeah. First time. Down. First yeah. time she ever found an idol. So she was really emotional. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. So we're happy for her. Uh, we get back to Manu to see that Wendy is still pitching that whole chicken be free thing. Yeah. Okay. And and she's having a bit of an argument with Dan. And this is kind of an interesting dilemma is she wants the chickens to be free. And Dan's like, well... Do you eat chicken at home? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> so he's kind of like, okay, then why should we feed these chickens? It's yeah. the same thing. He's yeah. not watching it before. That really bothered the heck out of him. I believe he's a vegetarian. Oh, I don't know. Is he? From from the way he was talking, it sounded like it. Because he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, when this is over, if I see you eat meat, I forgot what he said. Like, I'm, I don't think he's a vegetarian. I just think he's 
I don't know. Well, that's well, interesting. I wonder if I he guess, is. He, I mean, he wouldn't be all for killing the chickens if he was. I think, yeah. And I think it's but a it smart But it just sounded move. like I mean, it the way he was talking. Her whole point is that, well, we voted, we wanted to be on this. The chickens didn't want to be on this. I understand your point of view. And the vegetarians out there probably understand that point of yeah. view. But you have limited protein. You need to win challenges. Yeah, exactly. Are those chickens worth a million dollars? If so, save them. Yeah. But if they're not worth a million dollars, then, you know, start plucking for some if, feathers. If you really think that, you know... You shouldn't be on the show because the majority of the time there is You've seen the show and, before? Yeah. yeah you well, know, then I mean, she had planned on releasing if them. If it's worth a million dollars, that's kind of crazy, you know, yeah, I it's, think. It's just nuts. So Dan's not happy <laughs> about this and he starts to complain to Lauren and, and Kelly. And Kelly says, well, the strong needs to stick together. Let's us stick together. So she's talking. So it ends up being uh, Chris later on joins them too. So it's Chris, Kelly, uh, Dan, and Lauren are kind of like, all right, let's, let's team up. The strong will survive. Yeah. Um, and then we head into immunity challenge and it's uh, it's a pretty cool one. What happened? So they have uh, they have three people that are in a boat. Yeah. And four of them are on a platform and the four are tethered to the boat. So they jump in and they're they're swimming, pulling the boat. Yeah. Over to another platform. Jack Lane style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, they climb up on the platform and. Then when they jump off, they have to grab this ball that has a key inside. Right. So they all do that. They um, go to the next platform. Mm -hmm. I believe it's on a platform. Yeah. Where they have to make um, the wheel, like a wheel that yeah, you drive a, a ship. It's up on the beach. But yeah, it's, oh, a, it's okay. a big puzzle that, that I'm doing hand motions that everybody can see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, it was up on the beach. They um, So then they had to unlock a chest. That had a bag of wheel parts. Mm -hmm. And then step by step, they had to put this wheel together. So they got the spokes. The spokes um, were in like two pieces. You had to screw them together. Right. And so they put all the spokes in. And um, Manu was really struggling with that. It, it's funny because David normally is very good at child, or very good at puzzles. And he was almost like shutting down. Yeah. Because it was it was uh, David, Lauren, I didn't and write Kelly. this down. And Kelly. Yeah. They were yeah. doing those together. And the one that was taking charge, Lauren. Yeah. She was kind of getting the other two. And David kept like, zoning girl. out. I, she <laughs> is good. I think she's going to be good. She's yeah. Been, she's doing very good. So yeah. yeah, they were real struggling there. And Kama was doing very well, of course. Yeah. And um, so once you got the spokes together... Then you had to put the rest of the wheel together, and then yeah. you had to put the handles on the outside, and then you put the wheel on, and you turn it, and you raise this flag. It seemed pretty simple, but it was it was definitely slowing them down quite a bit. Yeah. And to me, it seems like a, a little bit of an easier puzzle than ones past, but no, they were having a hard time. They were it. having a very hard time, especially well with the spokes. That was, that was kind of a big deal for Manu. Yeah. Um, and they ended up sitting out Victoria and Julie. Yeah. So... I think I it was a, Julie is very good at challenges. I noticed that last challenge. She's uh -huh. good. I wouldn't have sat her out. They have sat her out a couple times already. Though. Yeah, but kind of I think she would have done really good pulling the boat. I think yeah. she would have been really good at that. Yeah. So, Kama ended up winning. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Manu it's, is going to... Manu's going to tribal. To tribal again. Again. Yeah. Again, yes. <laughs> All right, so we come back from commercials and, and David's saying, hey, let's target Wentworth. Like, that's, that's right. his focus, right? Yeah, he's really been focused on that. Well, he, he knows how dangerous she is. He's thinking ahead like that, yeah. you know. Um, and then when we see when we come back, we see Wendy's walking pretty good on that. Like, yeah, she that? really was. She climbed that hill yeah. really good. It must have camp. been just bruised up, you know. And she was all proud of herself that she did well without the, you know, the injury. With the injury, she still said that she killed it. So yeah, you know, it, well, was, especially when she was swimming, so it was kind of a little bit relief on her. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. Um, and so she she's walking around pretty good, 
and she walks into camp and everybody's like, okay, let's start eating some chicken. You know, that's a good idea. They can't find the flint. Well, it's because Wendy stole the flint. Yep. Which, I mean, to me, feels kind of childish. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I was like, come on now. There's a lot better ways to do this. Anyway, so she steals the flint. They're all looking for the flint. And, and then they come to the conclusion, well, Wendy was just here. She's gone now. Right. She's the only one complaining about the situation. Yep. This is how she's going to do it. And they ask, they first ask Rick, hey, Rick, you want to go talk? Because I think they noticed <laughs> that they were talking to before. Yeah. She was trying to get the accomplice out of him. Um, so Rick and David approach Wendy. Yeah. Well, Rick and David both think this is a good idea or a good time to possibly do a play. Keep her around as a future scapegoat. Yep. Vote out Kelly. So what so, do you think when they came back to camp? Yeah. And they said, oh, Wendy didn't have it. I know she didn't have it. Yeah. I feel they know she did have it. Yeah. And they're not saying anything because they want to keep I was her a bit, the game. I wrote what that do down think? too. I was wondering. I think... I think he's he. So I was paying attention to the way he said it. He seemed very believable, but I think he's lying. I think yeah. he knew that she had it because he just needed to keep her around. Yeah, I was concerned. I, I was so. wondering about that. Uh, I think I think Rick, being a news anchor, he's kind of good at performing, so he could lie. Yeah, but David, uh, he pulled it off. I thought for sure he's playing it up pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he knows that she had it. Yeah. Uh. So okay. So that's the idea. Let's get out. Let's get out, Kelly. Instead of uh, Wendy, David approaches Chris and tells Chris. Don't tell anybody. And then Chris is like, I got to tell Dan. So Chris tells Dan. And Dan's like, well, I mean, I don't know about all this, yada, yada, yada. He goes and talks to Kelly. Uh, Kelly yeah, man, that was crazy. It Through this whole, this whole, you know, one to another, it gets mixed up. And, and when in telling Kelly, Kelly thinks it's Chris's idea. Right. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. <laughs> He's just carrying information from yeah. one point to another. Poor guy. And so now, and Dan's all... Dan's been agreeing to go with anybody who says anything to him, but right. he agrees to this one too. Um, and so that's the idea. Let's focus him out. So Dan goes to Rick and tells Rick, "Hey, did you hear Chris's plan? We're gonna try to get out. He wants to try to get out Kelly out of this crazy." <laughs> and Rick's like, "Yeah, sure thing, bro. Whatever, man. You know, it <laughs> as wasn't long as my they idea. don't know it was me." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that's what. It, and then of course, you know, Rick tells tells David, "Like, dude, this is crazy." You know? Yeah. And David's like, "Oh crap! You know, yeah. she's gonna find out we're going after her now." And right. You know, he's he's been kind of low key on that, not wanting her to know that he's actually the one trying to take her out. Yeah. But so he was kind of freaking out there. So then we, so yeah, so then it goes into tribal and the idea is before tribal, this is, this is who it's between. Wendy's not even on the table, which is yeah. nuts. Isn't that crazy? That's the chicken, the <laughs> chicken, you know, Frieder, Frieder's not even on. So it's, it's between Chris and it's between Kelly and uh, David and Rick could go either way. They could try to get Kelly out and possibly fail or they can go and get Chris out. If they get Chris out, that's the link that proved that they were part of this plan. Right. Wendy, you know, they went to go get talk to Wendy. They they know Wendy's not going to tell on them. But Chris is, is their link back. So they're thinking, if we can vote Chris out, then nobody knows that we try to get Kelly right. out. Right, so exactly, yeah. Saves him. So we get to tribal. How did uh, how did tribal go? Uh, it went pretty good. First, they were all talking about Wendy. And Wendy was saying, no, it wasn't an argument about the chickens. You know, she was trying yeah. to play it down she a was, lot. Yeah, you know? she was really trying. Like, I was just suggesting. Yeah, no, you yeah. Were. You and were Dan's fighting. like, oh, no, you know. Yeah. He went through the whole thing about um, her not wanting to eat meat, but she eats meat at home yeah. and, you know, that whole thing. You can see all the eyes rolling, too. They're all getting annoyed with Wendy. It's, yeah. Her time's limited for sure. And it was kind of funny because, like, when David's talking about getting out the biggest social threat, not the one that's the worst in the challenge, it kind of got a lot of people's attention. Yeah. Everybody because, was worried about that. Yeah. Because what's he mean yeah. by that, you know? Yeah. And then Kelly's like, it's all about loyalty, so she's... 
You know, she's looking for who's loyal to her. Yeah. Well, because what David said, it definitely doesn't mean Wendy. It could possibly mean Chris. Yeah. But it definitely could easily mean Kelly. It could mean Dan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's dangerous. Yeah, definitely. So it stirs everybody up, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Rick says that hopefully, uh, it's kind of a smart idea, is they've been to tribal three times. Hopefully once merger happens... They're ahead of the game because they've already been thinking about, they've been strategizing for three turns, while the other ones are just worried about eating and surviving challenges and stuff like that. Which is true. I mean, that's that's probably going to be a benefit. They're going to go into a merger or mix-up battle-tested already. Yeah. Um, And then one thing to note, too, is this is our third tribal, so that means that Ron's idol's burnt up. Right. Ron had an idol that had to be used by the third tribal, and it's it's gone. Yeah. Um, So votes go out. And we see two went for Kelly, but Chris is out. Chris right. is voted out. Poor Chris guy who's just poor, the, yeah. the messenger. Yeah, <laughs> he poor guy. <laughs> um, and he likes to go to edge of edge of extinction. Obviously, he makes a decision quickly. He yeah. didn't Keith around. Um, so, but quick question: the two votes for Kelly. Who do you think those two votes were? I think I know who they are. I think David for sure. You think so? And probably probably Rick. I think they're Wendy. They didn't go back to Wendy until hey, we're going towards Chris. And I think it was Chris, because Chris, of course, wasn't told that, hey, you're the target now. Yeah. So I think it's Wendy and Chris. So I think David and and, and, and Rick come out of this spotless. And I think they're clean. Their record's good. They just got to get Wendy out next time or Kelly. And yeah. then they're 100% fine. Yeah. I think if they don't get Kelly out, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who, how are your favorites doing? Um, They're doing good. Joe, yeah. of course. Is always doing good. I think he's um, he's taking a leadership role now. I know. He's, he's I already know. too dangerous because he's good at challenges. Now he's taking a leadership role. Yeah, and then you've got Eric right behind him, which was another one of my picks. Well, yeah, but I think as long as Joe's around, he'll be okay. Yeah, I think he could always point. And, and even when Joe's gone, which hopefully isn't anytime soon, right? Um, he's just got to keep low key. You know, yeah. I mean, don't win those challenges so much that you're, you know, obviously somebody that they're going to want to take out. You know, yeah. just try to. Play it low. And the other one's Lauren, which I think Lauren's doing good. She is. We're seeing a lot more strategy out of her. She did good in challenges. Um, she's she's up there with Kelly on everything. Yeah. And that's always, you know, she's embracing Kelly, which is good. Because, again, you have Kelly as a target. You know, right. you're not going to take the hits. Right. So that's smart. What about yours? Well, I've got Rick, which we're seeing is also making a lot of moves. It's funny because... All of our favorites, we're, we're tying them to a returner. So you got your yeah. Eric is with Joe, Lauren with Kelly. Well, my Rick is with David. Yeah. And they're thick as thieves. And that's, that's pretty cool. So I wonder what that, I don't know really what that means, but that's pretty interesting. And uh, so so we're seeing him do good. He's he's doing a lot of strategy and yet taking zero blame for it all, which is like a perfect storm. Right. Uh, Julie's my other favorite. She's really doing well. And challenges... Um, I think she's going to be one of those sleeper agents. I think she's going to get yeah. towards the end and just start kicking butt. Yeah. I think she's going to do really, really well. Yeah. I think she's going to. Just um, like when uh, she had the idol and didn't want to get it back to Jeff, give it back to Jeff, you know? Yeah. She kind of tugged on it. Yeah. And then Wentworth is like, we know. We see it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be one to watch out for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then my uh, favorite returner is Aubrey. And... Uh, I think the first travel she gets to Victoria is going to focus her. So I'm a little worried on that. Yeah. I'm glad she's got an idol now. She's got an idol now, which That's is great. Um, and she's starting to kind of team up with Joe, which is... A double-edged sword, you know, that's yeah. that's cool and all, but, you know, then you guys are just bigger targets. Right, know? right, exactly. Instead of possibly leaning into another alliance, you're just embracing yeah. the target at that point. So it's kind of dangerous. 
It's funny um, how she did that whole social thing on the, the first episode. She was going to each person and yeah. really trying to get to know them. She seemed to kind of back off on that. I wonder if she realized that people, it was rubbing people the wrong way and, yeah, and backed away. Yeah, I think away. she might have got the sense of that because she did kind of pull back on that. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the episode overall? How did you think it went? I thought it was good. Yeah. I really like that we're seeing more of people now. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see a whole lot of Julia. That's one that we haven't seen a whole lot of yet. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Once the, once the tribes get smaller, well, they'll get more, you know, face Yeah, time. yeah. So we'll see a little bit more of them. And then now, well, we're going to have three tribes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> for next episode, uh, we see that Oops. it's drop your buffs and it's going from two to three tribes. Uh, and then another big thing we see is Wendy releases the chickens. Oh my God. She's got to go. She, we see her just <laughs> running with one of the chickens in her hands and the other oh, one's like under another arm and she's yeah. trying to free them. <laughs> I, well, what's funny is, is she's freeing the chickens and as long as that's before drop your buffs, then she's fine. Right. She can get into a tribe with, with a smaller group and then, you know, figure out which ones don't hate her for releasing right. chickens. <laughs> Hopefully there's not too many from her existing tribe. I'm excited for it though, just because it's something crazy that's going to happen. It I love me, when there's crazy stuff going on. I, one of the ones that I love so much, it was just nuts, is remember that one time where that one woman, she ended up dumping the rice in the fire? Oh, yeah. And she knew she was going home? Yeah. Oh, oh that was so crazy. messed up. I don't know oh, who man. did that. I don't either. I remember it being just freaking cuckoo bananas. I know some of our listeners do, so make yeah. sure to let us know. Let us know on Twitter. Tweet us. Mom's running Twitter now. She's <laughs> she's still getting warmed up to that. So I am. <laughs> hit her up on that. We've got a couple a couple new followers. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good episode overall. Um, I you know it was one of those where it was good towards the end because I thought for sure the whole time I was like okay Wendy's going home Wendy's going home yeah they're talking too much about Wendy she's going home surprised me that Chris went home I feel bad that he went home because it was like he was not even trying to you know yep. be too aggressive or like that he was just passing on the word yeah and got, got shrapnel for it but. I know and he's you know when he went out he's like screw those guys I'm getting back in the boat. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm coming back for you, and so... He'll do good on, on EOE. I think he's going to do good. Yeah. Um, I I don't see how Keith is not going to raise that flag soon. The way he was wishy-washy yeah. last time. And again, I think a lot of that was the edit. I think they took just a little bit of him just kind of goofing around. Yeah. And then edited it to make it look like he was really having indecision. Um, I don't think... I can't see anybody else not getting on that boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can't um, imagine. I mean, you came there to play. Why would you leave, right. you know, just a few days in? Right, and we're seeing too many players out there with too much determination to see somebody like that. You know, it's yeah. kind of like when Jeremy Fairplay came back and they he quit right away. It was just like, well, oh, then don't. Oh man, that's so messed up when he did that. Don't even try anymore. Just yeah. don't come back on the show. No, and Jeff I, was so Jeff. mad at that. Oh yeah, he can't stand Jeremy Fairplay. <laughs> um, and yet, it's still fun to kind of see somebody old, you know, with him. Hey, I'm the... following him on Twitter. Come on now. Oh, you are. Oh, props to Jeremy Fairplay. <laughs> he knows who he is. He's one of those survivors where you can talk smack about him and he knows that's his MO. Well, you know, the second time he came, who knows what was going on in his life, but he wasn't he there to now and really play yeah. like he was in the beginning. In the yeah. beginning when he played, he was hungry for it, you oh, know? Yeah. Yeah. He played so well. And, and the way that he stopped so early on the second time, I think, I think yeah. there had to have been something going on. Well, I think a lot know? of it was his daughter. I think he had, if I remember correctly, he had a daughter at the time, the second time around, and he was kind of worried about her. Same thing happened with Rob uh, the last time Boston Rob was on, which mm-hmm. I follow him on Twitter. He's, He's real amazing. interesting to follow yeah. on Twitter, yeah. Um, the last time he was on, he kept thinking about Amber and the girls. He kept thinking about getting back home and that he was a little bit... I remember very clearly the shot even. He was climbing out on a falling, like a 
tipping over tree to get coconuts. He's like, I'm just getting too old for this. You know? <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's one of those things where your priorities change. Yeah. And especially oh, if you've definitely. already been out there when you're younger, it feels like younger foolish me did this. Yeah. Not necessarily something I'm like, I'm excited to get on there someday because you've already been on there. You're not, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think that's just one of those things where, I don't know. There's our summer returners, Alexandra, that come back and they're just like, they, yeah. I'm, I'm down again. She you was know? awesome. So, yeah, I just think there's some players that are just a little bit too old or too behind on this. Yeah, know? yeah. I would say that about Rupert, but he's going to be on the next Amazing Race. So. Oh, I can't wait. I know. He is so awesome. I'm super excited for that. Yeah. I hope hopefully him and his, I love his wife, too. They're both really fun. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of good contestants on that one. Oh, Amazing Race is going to be great yeah. this year. It is so. going to be good. I think Amazing Race should be twice a year like Survivors is. Yeah, it Kills should be. that it's not. We gotta wait so long. It must be super expensive with the plane tickets and Whoa, organizing I, I can that imagine. all. Imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one thing, be... if you guys haven't uh, watched it before, uh, Amazing Race season one is probably on. Well, it's definitely on CBS All Access. You guys should watch it though. That's a, such a good season, and it, it was before they had all the rules in place, so there was a lot of shaky things behind the scenes uh-huh. going on. Uh, if you and I actually have the DVD box set, and if you watch the behind the scenes on Amazing Race season one. Um, Phil talks about how him and the producers were oftentimes on the same plane as the contestants flying, but they were like in the front trying to hide from them to not show them which way they were going so that they would have an advantage. Oh, how funny. So they would get off on the plane and just kind of like wait for the contestants to go and get away uh-huh. so that they can go the right place. They didn't want to give them any help. Yeah. Stuff like that. It was, oh, that's cool. Towards the end of the season, the, la- the final three, I want to say it was the final three, uh, to the contestants actually bought the cell phone off of a guy and used the cell phone. Yeah, the the, that was so cool. That's something that can't be done anymore. Like, there's all kinds of rules and stuff like that that are in yeah. place now that they're all fine-tuned. <laughs> but it, that first season's great because yeah. it's, like, so rough around the edges and it's fun to see. So, anyways. And I love when they find a fan. And a fan's like, oh, I'll take you there. You know what I mean? They're, Let me help you do this or do that. And yeah. That's so cool, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was really cool. Because can you imagine, you know, if we saw Rupert and he was oh, on Amazing God, Race, yeah. he's like, dude, what can I do to help you? Get in the you? car. Where do you need to go? Exactly. I'll drive. Yeah, I'd be there. <laughs> go 100 miles an hour. But yeah, that would be great. <laughs> that would be. All right. Well, that was it for this uh, episode, guys. It's a little bit of a short one, but uh, yeah, that was about it for this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.